Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Tuesday, the 8th of February, and as usual with all the information contained in this briefing, it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas, or insights in this briefing. And if you need to, you can always pause the slideshow here and read our disclaimer in full. And if you're listening on a podcast, then head on over to the marcustoday.com.au website and you can read the disclaimer there. And if you're not yet a member of Marcus Today, you can sign up for a free 14-day trial there as well. All right, well, a bit of a higgledy-piggledy kind of night in the US last night, coming on the back of those uh, very strong jobless numbers on Friday. So we did see uh, that 467,000 rise in jobs in January. Uh, That has certainly put the Fed on the back foot and uh, increased the uh, rhetoric around rate rises. So it was a very choppy session in US markets last night with no real direction. Uh, We had the Dow Jones up one point, uh, 35,091. It did have a low of 96 down and a high of 235 up. NASDAQ falling 82 points or 0.58%, 14,016. And the S&P 500 in the middle for diddle as usual, down 0.37%, 17 points to 44.84. The VIX index doing absolutely nothing, uh, was unchanged pretty much at 23. SPY futures showing a loss of 11 points, but all that could be completely irrelevant by the time we start. SPY futures do close at 8.30 and reopen at 10 to 10. So uh, there's a lot of action to happen happened between 8.30 and 10 to 10, that's for sure. In commodities last night, we saw Brent crude coming off the boil slightly down 0.62%, 58 cents, 92.69, 92.69. And WTI down nearly a buck, or 1.07%, 91.32. But the gold price doing well, up $14, or 0.77%, breaking a little bit above that recent trading range, 1750 to 1800 now 1821.8 but I wouldn't get too excited maybe the gold sector will respond but with the Aussie dollar back above 71 cents uh, that should negate some of that price rise for Aussie dollar gold producers at least 7122 for the Aussie dollar iron ore doing well at 1.91% $2.80 as the Beijing Winter Olympics kick off and there has been uh, blue skies over Beijing as the communist party ordered so uh, that has uh, been a success, and maybe now we're seeing some restocking from the ports and producers in the iron ore market. 149.40. In other commodities last night, we saw copper down 0.7 under a little bit of pressure in the last few days. Not huge, but just a smidge. Uh, nickel up 1.6, aluminium up 1.4, zinc up 0.4, lead unchanged, and ton down around half a percent. As a result of these metal price rises and falls, we had BHP in ADR terms up nearly 3.5%, Rio up 3.7%, so going pretty strongly. Uh, They were also strong in our market yesterday, so it is chicken and egg, but uh, certainly that does bode well for both BHP, Rio, and the rest of the iron ore sector today. Miners overseas, Freeport up 1.25%, Alcoa down 0.7%, Tech up 4.5%, Anglo up 1.8%, Glencore up 1.4%, Vale doing well, of course, Brazilian iron ore producer there, up 3.75%, and Albemarle up 1.74%. So uh, some 
good action in those metal stocks. Here you can see the S&P 500 overnight, bit of a sell-off into the close. And you can see there it was trogging along quite nicely for most of the day. A uh, bit of up, bit of down, but uh, certainly a bit of down into the close. So not particularly uh, helpful close there for the S&P 500. Uh, the major stories last night, stocks declined amid that late day sell-off. Big tech responsible for that. Bank of America strategists warn Fed hikes in pricey market to end poorly. Uh, they have said that uh, never has the Fed been rising, uh, raising rates in a market that is this overvalued. So uh, that is, according to Bank of America, not going to end well. The global yield backup intensifies after US jobs surge boost rate hike bets from major central banks. And liquidity, which is always a massive factor, falls to the levels last seen during 2020. Uh, so that is adding to the volatility risk. And we've seen that with some massive moves in some companies like Snap and Pinterest, even Facebook. That liquidity in stocks, that depth, if you like, is not there at the moment. ECB could end quantitative easing program earlier than planned, but unlikely to raise rates in July. And China plan a forecast low inflation on shifting monetary policy in the West. And the Kaixing Services PMI in China expanded at its slowest pace in five months in January. And German industrial production has missed expectations. And the French PM Macron will travel to Ukraine in a bid to secure peace, despite the US saying Russia is ready to invade the Ukraine. They've been saying that for some time. But uh, Macron's still quite uh, bullish that a peace settlement can be uh, come to and any kind of invasion can be averted. What to expect today? Well, it's going to be an interesting day today, I suspect. Uh, I think you can really forget uh, the spy at the moment, and you can probably forget the index. It is all going to be about results and reportings coming in, and uh, we're just starting to kick off the deluge that is February. So that is going to be uh, a key today. There's a couple out of the blocks first thing this morning. And of course, the other trade today will be the borders reopening from February the 21st. Now, I wouldn't expect to see a deluge of tourists ready to uh, to press the button and uh, come to Australia. It's hard enough to entice some to Australia before COVID, let alone after COVID and the reaction the world has seen from our government in terms of border closures, state closures and uh, expelling tennis stars. So uh, it's going to be a bit of a tough sell, I suspect, but that won't affect the market. Travel stocks were doing very well yesterday. Would expect the same uh, reaction today to continue. Flight Centre, Webjet, uh, corporate travel, Qantas, of course, and uh, Hello World uh, will all be in focus, as will be some of the second line uh, kind of uh, second tier effect stocks that are in the market, which will benefit from tourism. A couple of those in Henry's take today. But apart from that, it will be about individual stocks and their reports. We've already had Macquarie out this morning. Looks like a pretty good number. Record quarter. Shimara looks like she has delivered again, uh, so that will certainly buoy them. Some news out from Nanosonic as well this morning. They've revised their agreement with General Electric. Uh, the transition will mean a one-off for US revenue on that transition, so I'm not sure how the market's going to take that. And Suncorp came out this morning, cut its dividend, revenue sliding uh, 1.5%, profit down 20%, so uh, that is certainly going to have a bit of a detrimental effect on Suncorp and may also infect others in the insurance sector. 
But uh, on the face of it, we should see commodity stocks do relatively well today, especially the likes of the iron ore stocks. We might even see a pickup in some of those gold miners. Energy, which had a good day yesterday, maybe not so. Uh, the CSL SPP finished last night. Uh, that Friday, uh, Monday the 7th was the last day for the SPP. So for those that applied for it, you should get the stock at the uh, volume weighted average price over the five-day pricing period. And minus a 2% discount. So I worked it out. You should be getting stock around $255. So again, it'll be interesting to see how CSL reacts now that that SPP has uh, passed. It was quite a big SPP as well. On the economic front today, we got the business survey for January. Computer share and GUD holdings are out results-wise. I haven't seen them yet this morning, but I did see Macquarie, that record quarter, and the Suncorp cut to dividend. Uh, they're a bit of mixed fortunes for those two. And aluminium prices in China are jumping 3%. Uh, Shanghai Steel and Oil Futures also rose on hopes of economic stimulus. It's kind of ironic that China is actually stimulating and cutting rates, while the rest of the world is actually uh, pulling back on stimulus and raising rates. BAPCOR has appointed a new CEO, which is interesting given some of the rumours swirling about a takeover potential for BAPCOR. Interestingly, yesterday I tried to put my car in to have uh, something looked at. I was told by the garage I normally go that they booked up for four weeks. So that is certainly good for BAPCOR. Uh, Magellan, obviously in the news yesterday with Hamish uh, stepping back for the time being. Uh, but uh, the new kid in town, Chris McKay, who is actually an old kid in town and founded Magellan with Hamish Douglas, uh, said they won't change course but will pressure test portfolios. So that's an interesting comment from him. Of course, they are putting the band back together a little bit by getting Nikki Thomas back, who is uh, a very well-respected research analyst and portfolio manager. Ten-year yield in the US, 1.91. Australia, 1.99%. Germany, positive. This is important. Positive, 0.22%. So we have seen a massive jump in rates in Europe on the back of uh, the inflation genie being well and truly out of the bottle. AGL results later this week, looking at a $500 million bond market deal ahead of those results. An aristocrat could target one of Playtech's businesses. Its uh, B2B unit could be worth around $2.7 billion. Others may be interested in that, but uh, certainly aristocrat could be targeting one of those businesses just a quick uh, look at some of the uh, forces in the america that may be influencing us we did see u.s banks slightly higher wells fargo the best of the bunch at 1.8 percent block was down 5.6 percent so that will feed through into the hip to be square price sq2 and other tech stocks under pressure still so uh, that will certainly take the shine out of our tech sector what little we have of that tech sector at least. But it will all be about results and it will all be about those going forward in the month of February. The index itself will be less important than individual stock volatility. But question of the day today, what are your picks for earning surprises? What stocks do you think will surprise either to the upside or even maybe to the downside? That's the question of the day. Thanks very much for listening. You can head on over to marcustoday.com and read the disclaimer there or sign up for a free two-week trial. You can also sign up for other streams in the podcast universe that is Marcus Today with the Strategy Podcast, the On The Desk Podcast with the boys talking about all things finance and their view on the investment world and On The Couch Podcast, which this week I'm hoping to talk to the boss 
uh, Marcus and put your questions to him on the couch. So that should be quite interesting. And don't forget also there's another Ask the Analyst session on Friday, 5.30 is the kickoff time. It's a webinar again, so you'll need to sign up and register for that. There's 150-odd people already signed up for that, so I'd love to have you on board answering all your questions there. And I'm sure there'll be some questions on uh, some of the stocks du jour. But that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening and have a great day.